0: Om Om sahana bhavatu sahanau punaktu sahaviryam karavavahai tejasvinavati tamastama vid visavahai Om shanti shanti Shanti,
1: welcome everyone to today's class, class 55, chapter
0: 4, topic 2, yoga of renunciation of action in wisdom, how self relates to action, what is the meaning of action in our lives, This second topic explains the self's relationship
1: with action. We all perform actions throughout our lives. Inaction is death, they say.
0: We're made up of the body-mind-intellect and the Atman, the self. Without the self, we cannot perform any actions. So what role does Atman self play
1: in our lives? What role does it play? What is the role of the self? What is the role of the self? What role does the self play in all of you? (laughs) Sorry? What role does the self play? What is the role of the self? Who's going to tell me? What is, Damesh, what's the role of the self? The self is just the energy source,
0: this part of the self. Yeah. It's the enlivening principle, Principle. enlivening principle in all activities of all beings. Without that, and it's like, Without electricity, no gadget can operate. Your laptop, without battery power, electricity power, you cannot operate. Similarly, you can't perform action without the
1: self in you. The self is the source of all actions, the power source to you. Self is the source of all actions, be they good, bad, or neutral. Self does not interfere with your choice of action. That action is decided by the mind and intellect. Your mind and intellect. Your vastness. Therefore, we cannot blame God or praise God for when things go right or when things go wrong. It's not God's fault. Whose fault is it? Without God, without the self, you cannot perform action. But the action you perform has nothing to do with the self. Whose fault is it? Emma, whose fault is it? Ours. See, I can lip-read. Microsoft. hours. The self in Lord Krishna is the same self in all of us. No difference. The self says, you use me how you want. Choice of action is yours. You perform good actions, bad actions, that's down to you. Nothing to do with me. I refers to the self within us. I am Dharmesh.
0: I am short, I am tall. I represents the self within us. The self that enlivens our body to feel,
1: mind to feel emotions, the intellect to think. Actions don't taint me. Whatever actions you perform, the Atman self
0: is not affected. You rob a bank, you save somebody's life, Atman is not affected. I don't have a desire for the fruit of action.
1: Meaning Atman self doesn't want anything from you. You go to a temple and pray. You're praying for yourself, not for the self. You're praying for yourself. God is the same in all beings, but the expression is different. Why is the expression different in all of us? Why is the expression different in all of us?
2: And um, It differs based on our vasanas and our personalities or That's nature.
0: Yeah. So the expression is different because of our vasanas. Everyone's vasanas are different. Everyone's body, mind and intellect is different. The equipment is different. The equipment that it functions for is different. Just like electricity through all different gadgets work differently. Electricity is the same. Your toothbrush cleans your teeth. The people on the road that dig in the, 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 the uh, tarmac, they, they also using electricity, but the, the expression is different because of the different,
1: different uh, material they use. Because of the different equipment. He who knows me is not bound by actions. Right now, we're all bound, meaning affected by our actions.
0: Whatever happens to you, it affects you because of your identification with the material aspects of your personality, meaning the body, mind, intellect. Everything affects you because of that. But those who identify with the self, those who understand the role of the self in action, is no longer bound. He gains total objectivity, becomes a witness to his life. Any questions? And it's just a recap from the last few classes because what we're going to do today in these next few verses is dissect action. So we need to all be on the same page. So that's the role of the self
1: in us when we perform action. Any clarifications? We're all now aware of how we function. Correct? All of
0: us, we all know how we function. Good. It's a good place to be, to so just understand
1: that, even, who we are. Helps us a lot. So we'll do verse 16.
0: Kim karma, kim akar Cover yo piatramo hita her. The takeer ma provax yami. Yet not va moksiase super. Kim ker ma kimaker me di. Cover yo piatramo hita her. The takeer Even the wise are deluded here as to what is action and what is inaction. Therefore, I shall teach you action, knowing which you will be liberated from evil. Even the wise are deluded here as to what is action and what is inaction. Therefore, I shall teach you action, knowing which you will be liberated from evil. So we're going to learn this. What is action? So we all can be liberated from evil. Krishna further explains. There is much confusion as to what is action. Even the wise, they don't truly understand action.
1: Krishna says, I shall teach you action. To Arjuna, talking. Therefore, you'll be free from evil. Arjuna. Then he can fight his battle. What does he mean by evil? You'll be free from evil. What does evil represent? What can evil represent? What can evil represent? Shashi. Is it vasanas? The vasanas. Why? Evil represents your vasanas, your desires. Evil here means desires. Agitations. Why desires? Anyone? Darmesh? It's the desires that keep us from God. No desires.
0: Absolutely right. Because it's desires that take you away from your true personality of Atman, self. You are the God principle. We've forgotten because of your desires. So therefore, desires here is regarded as evil.
1: Creates agitations, creates more desires, unhappiness. So oh, it's evil. Any clarifications? So
2: the first states that even the wise are confused regarding action and inaction. The self does not act, but when the self identifies with material equipment, action manifests. Actions performed through this. Ignorance results in accumulation of vastness, desires, and consequent mental agitations. Therefore, by knowing the nature of action and its source, you will not accumulate desires and agitations. You will become liberated from sorrow and suffering. Thank
1: you. Any clarifications? Lord Krishna explains, the self does not act. But
0: when it identifies with the body, mind, intellect, there is action. The self enlivens the body to act. We just covered this. But when we don't understand this, we don't understand the role of
1: self, then we create further desires. We create further vasanas. And they become Agitations. Why do we get agitated? We all know this one. Why do we get agitated? Why do you get agitated?
2: Um, We get agitated when we perceive something is obstructing our fulfillment of a desire.
0: Perfect. We can't fulfill the desire. When we can't fulfill the desire, we get agitated.
1: But it's impossible to fulfill all your desires. Mind can want anything. How can you? How can you fulfill all your desires? Mind can want anything. But if we understand the
0: role of the self in actions, if we are aware that self is the source
1: of all action, then we don't generate further desires. We don't generate Further vastness. We exhaust vastness. And when we exhaust vastness desires, it leads to peace and happiness. We're going to find out what actions should we be doing? How should we be performing action so we can reduce our vastness? Any questions? Yeah, That's it.
2: How does the self identify with the material equipments then? How? Yeah, identify, isn't it? It's saying identifies. We know that it's the primeval source. Without the self, we can't act. But how does it identify with our material equipments?
1: Um,
0: it's like, well, the self enlivens us, basically.
2: Yeah. So
0: that's
1: identification.
2: Okay, so us understanding that. Everything that I am Mm -hmm. doing is because of the self. Mm -hmm. Helps me to reduce the vastness. Then Mm -hmm. is that what?
0: Um, Yes, because when you understand that, can can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. So because when you understand the role of the self, yeah, and that is the true
1: being that you are then whatever actions you perform, which we're going to cover today, you perform those actions that take you back to that stage. And therefore, you're exhausting your vastness. You're not creating new
0: ones, but we're going to cover that today. We'll have a better idea when we finish today's class. So when we exhaust vastness,
1: not create more desires, this leads to peace and happiness. No agitations. Could
2: you read paragraph two, please? Karma, action, and akarma, inaction, convey more than their literal meaning. From a relative point of view, karma encompasses all desire ridden actions which produce vasanas, one's innate nature. When a good desire propels your action, you require a good vasana. When a bad desire propels action, you, you acquire a bad vasna. Karma here could be equated to all devolutionary actions which produce vasnas, whereas akarma covers all desireless actions which are evolutionary. Desire free actions dedicated to a higher altar in life do not produce vastness. Therefore, they exhaust your existing vastness and purify your personality. From an absolute point of view, karma could represent all actions, whether evolutionary or Devolutionary. devolutionary. In that case, a karma could indicate the inactive self that supports both
0: types of actions. Sounds complicated, but it isn't that complicated. It's quite straightforward. It's uh, explaining what action is. What it's saying here is that all desire-ridden actions is regarded as karma. Okay? Right now we say karma means action, correct? We always say karma means action. So we're taking it one step further. We're dissecting the word karma and the meaning of it. So here it says,
1: all desire-ridden actions is regarded as karma. All desireless actions are called akarma. Desire-ridden actions is karma. Desireless actions is
0: akarma. That's all you need to understand. Don't get too hung up with the words, yeah? If actions are propelled by good desires, you generate further good desires. Good desires can mean service, sacrifice, doing things for others. If actions are propelled by bad desires, then you generate further bad desires. Stealing, murder, anything you're not supposed to do. Actions propelled by no desires creates no further desires, you exhaust your vastness. So he's saying three times of action, three types of action here. Karma, which takes you away from God, increases your desires. A karma, desireless actions.
1: Pelled by no desires, creates no further desires. You exhaust your vastness. A soldier does not have a desire to kill. But while fighting an enemy, he has to kill. If this was backed by a desire, he will kill even when he is not in the army. It's an action he has to perform. So therefore,
0: all actions which are devolutionary, meaning it
1: devolves you. Increases your desires is called karma, here in this verse. Evolutionary,
0: because those actions take you away from the self. All evolutionary actions, actions that reduce desire, is called a karma. Takes you towards the self. So, one takes you away from the self, one takes you towards the self. This is all it's saying
1: sounds complicated. If you read that verse and think about it, you'll understand it. It's playing with words to a certain extent. You see, if you don't understand
0: it. yeah, It, it says, it is not easy to understand this. Even Lord Krishna is saying, it's not easy to understand this. Hence, it says, even the wise find it difficult to understand.
1: The wise find it difficult to understand. But all of you, I have faith in all of you. You're above that. You're more than wise now. You read it a few times, you'll understand this. But you have to think about it.
0: See, Lord Krishna has already said, wise people, even wise people can't understand this.
1: In two minutes, just explaining the verse, you may not get it. Kill. Makes sense. It is a bit confusing. Um, yeah. I think. I mean, it helps that we break it down into
3: yeah. three types of actions. I think for me, still, the action which results in no in no karma that's still sort of difficult to to grasp. You'll have an
0: idea after we do the next couple of verses. This is just the first verse we've taken up. Right now, just think of karma as actions desire led increases your desires karma, are actions that takes you back to the sun yeah just take it as that for now yeah
2: this this akarma because if we're thinking about karma as being action akarma is inaction no karma we could kind of think that that's doing nothing right but it's a mental state this this verse is talking about the mental state mm-hmm. right so we can our body can still be active, but if the mind is unselfish and not wanting to do the action fulfilling any personal desire, mm-hmm. then that we're still active, but the mind is inactive for that's why we don't accumulate vasna. Is that right? Or am I not?
0: Yeah, you're being a more objective basically. My goal is to reach this goal of self. What actions, how do I perform my actions? Because I have to act. How do I perform my actions that will take me back to that? So the answer is actions that don't increase desires.
2: At the mental state.
0: At the mental state, yeah. Actions that don't create desires will take me back to the self.
2: I think the... um... Action, inaction is the bit that's confusing in this verse. Yeah. Because the inaction could mean that we don't act at no. all, right? But it's not that the physical body doesn't not no. act. It's the mental mind yeah. that doesn't get involved in that action.
0: We're going to talk about tamas here. Obviously. Stay in stay in bed. I'm not performing any actions. I'll go back to the self. Because it's at the mind level, not at the body level. You might be lying in bed.
1: Not doing anything, but you're thinking of all these things. That's the same thing. So don't worry too much about it because, as he said, Lord Krishna himself said, you need to think about this. See, normally all actions is classified as karma That's why it's confusing. yeah we're taking it one step
0: further using a word which we're not we don't we're not we're not comfortable we're not uh, used to that's why but let's finish the other two verses and then we'll have a better idea verse 17 karmano <laughs> Gahana karmano gatihi. Karmano yapi bod of yum. Bod of yum chavi A karmanascha bod of yum. karmano gatihi. Verily, action should be known, and forbidden actions should also be known, and inaction should be known. The nature of action is impenetrable. More confusion. (laughs) Verily, action should be known and forbidden action also should be known. And inaction should be known. The nature of action is impenetrable. Lord Krishna is saying, Arjuna, you should know action.
1: All of you should know action. You should also know prohibited action. You should also
0: know inaction. Then he says the nature of action is hard to understand. Lord Krishna is saying it's hard to understand. Look, he didn't say it's impossible to understand. He said it's hard to understand it means when something is hard, we need to put in more effort. That's what he means. Yeah? You have to put in more effort to understand it. That's all it means. How much
1: effort? It depends on you. It's not impossible. It's just difficult. And you won't get it in one class. So you have to accept that. Ravi, can you read paragraph one, please?
4: The nature of action is deep and varied. Some actions take you to the highest perfection. Others drive you to the lowest Degradation. A human being alone has the choice of action. The choice to evolve to the height of spiritual enlightenment or devolve to the depth of moral decadence. All other creatures have a beaten path to tread, they have no choice of action. A carnival lives a life of its own, so does a herbivore. They can never switch their mode of living, even at the peril of their own extinction.
1: Only a human has a choice of action. Animals are pre-programmed. A cow cannot become a meat eater. A lion cannot become a vegetarian. Even if they're going to die, they cannot change. But a human has a choice. How we act is based on our inherent tendencies, our vastness. Everyone has a different nature, which is why we all behave differently. And we have a choice do we want to create, do actions that take
0: us to a higher level, or do we choose to do an action that takes us to a lower level? That choice has been given. To us as human beings, free will.
1: To be or not to be, that is a choice. Animals don't have that choice. That is why the human being is at the highest realm in the all the animal kingdom. Any clarifications? So you have a choice how to perform your action? Good or bad? Robbie, paragraph two,
4: please. Action symbolizes life. As long as a person lives, he must act. The type of actions performed differs from individual to individual. It depends upon the inherent cause that motivates the action. The root of action is one's inherent nature. Every individual possesses a distinct and separate nature of his own. The inherent tendency, the innate bent, aptitude or urge constituting his individualism nature is termed his vasana. His own past actions create his present vasana. Vasna is the cause of action. Sorry. Vasna is the cause and action the effect. Again, action becomes the cause and Vasna the effect. This cycle goes on like the cause effect phenomena of tree and seed, hen and egg. In the chronology of action, Vasna produces thought. Thought produces desire, and desire produces action.
0: Thank you. This is just giving a bit of foundation knowledge before we go to the main bit, yeah, so that everyone is on the same page. Where does vasanas come from?
1: Anyone? Where does vasanas come from? Your current vasanas, where have they come from? Dharmesh. Self. Besides the self.
0: All actions originate from where? You're all different people. Everyone here, how many of you? 25 people, they're all different. Why are you all different? Because of your vastness. Where does your vastness come from, Deepa? All
2: All our past actions.
0: Past actions, exactly. You're all different because You've, you've put in the past actions, you put in is the result of what
1: you are today. What came first? Seed or the tree? What came first? Egg or the chicken? Vastnas are based on a past action. Therefore, Vastnas is the cause, action is the effect.
0: Actions create further Vastnas. Vasna is the
1: cause, action is the effect. Action is the cause, vasnas are created. Chicken egg situation. And then it just goes on and on and on. So, If you want to become a good human being in the next life, more spiritual person, what do you have to do? Which you're all doing, by the way. Kama, desires. A Kama, actions. Kama what, sorry?
4: Uh, is it a karma?
0: Karma, yeah. yeah. Karma. But more simply, what do you have to do?
4: Reduce so your desires.
0: Reduce your desires, yeah. You want to become a more spiritual person at the ground level, what do you need to do?
4: Increase your knowledge.
0: Increase your knowledge, yeah.
4: And connect with the self.
1: Connect with the self. What else? You're all right. Purify your, actions. Purify your actions. Perform actions that take you to the self. Next lifetime, you'll continue that.
0: You'll become a better person, spiritual person. So if you want your actions in the next life your vasanas in the next life to be of a higher spiritual nature then you have to put the right action in now the cause in right now so that the effect will be that you are a more spiritual person it's like saying i want to be a richer person so right now you have the the cause the action you have to do is hard work
1: in the right way so that you can increase your bank balance That's the action. The effect is you're rich. Cause and effect.
0: So all your vasanas now, the fact that you come across this knowledge is because
1: of your actions in the past. Whoever you are, whatever you are. Any clarifications? You want to become a better human being, you put in
0: better action you want to become a worse human being, then you create then you do worse
1: action. You'll see what the Lord does to you after. Is that clear to everyone? Cause and effect. And this goes on lifetime after lifetime. So you're in control of who you are right now and who you want to be in the future. No one else's hands. Ravi, could you read the next two verses, small verses?
4: The verse classifies three types of actions, karma, virkarma and akarma. Karma signifies actions which are obligatory. Vikarma refers to forbidden actions. Ukarma, <clears throat> literally meaning non-action, refers to the self within. Karma, actions obligatory for one to perform, fall under two categories: Nitya karma and Naimittika karma. Nitya karma encompasses all regular, routine duties that one is expected to perform nebmitik karma includes the occasional special duties one feels obliged to do the so, karma, sorry that's
0: it so action is more defined now three types of actions defined karma vikarma akarma they've increased included another one now so it's not that difficult karma obligatory use, duties there are two types Routine actions that everyone needs to perform in life. These are called nitya karma, regular routine duties you are all doing. You get up, you brush your teeth, you shower, you go to work, duties at work,
1: family, etc. That is your nitya karma, your regular duties, which you all do.
0: Then there are some special duties we have to perform occasionally. What are special duties? What can be special duties? Occasional duties. Damesh?
2: Maybe a wedding
0: or something unusual. There's a wedding in a family, for example. There's certain duties you have to do that are not part of your normal duties. You have guests come over from abroad, they stay with you, you have to perform certain duties. You know they're gonna go away and then they're back to normal. You have to take them out, pay attention to them while they're here with you. So these are duties you're obliged to do, special duties. This is called namitika Karma. Two types of Karma is talking about, two types of action. Nitya Karma, regular duties. Namitya Karma, occasional duties. That's all you need to understand. These are the kind of actions we are all performing. Yeah, Okay.
3: I just want to ask a quick question. So for Nitya Karma, the paragraph says that we are expected to perform, right? Mm-hmm. So I understand that because like we have obligations yeah. to your family, to work, et cetera, et cetera. The second one, one the second one, Naimiti Karma says that we are we feel obliged to do, but that to me that feels or that sounds like it's sort of an internal feeling that we that we think we should do it, which is but it's not one hundred percent necessary.
0: Doesn't so if sense. your friend comes from India, South Africa, says, "Can I stay with you?" You have a feeling, yes, I should let him, but you say, "You know what? I don't <laughs> have the time for it." <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's an occasional duty that you may feel you need to perform, but you may not perform it. Okay, okay,
3: that, that's what I wanted to get at. Is it
0: yeah. sort of? Okay. I'll book you in a hotel. I'm busy. Yeah, I'll book you a cab. But the feeling is there that I should do it you may not have the time you know i'm not saying it's right or wrong but in life these are the two kinds of karma actions we perform our regular duties and then occasional duties that we have to do or may not do We're, we're not obliged to do it but we may feel a sense that we have to do it so those are the two kind of actions that all of us are performing is there is that
1: okay any questions to break it down as much as we can. Next verse,
4: Ravi. Vikarma, forbidden actions, refers to completely prohibited actions such as falsehood, hypocrisy, theft, adultery, violence. Certain actions may be prohibited to some but sanctions for others. Actually an individual's inner conscious and conviction really define actions prohibited to him. As long as his actions follow his conscious and conviction, they do not constitute forbidden action.
0: So vikarma action, action that is prohibited, killing someone, lying, stealing,
1: adultery, those are actions that are prohibited. But it's only prohibited to certain people. For certain people is allowed, and for certain people it doesn't, it's not allowed. And we're not talking
0: about uh, law of the land here, yeah. That's different. Yeah, those rules are different in different countries. We're not talking about what the law says. Depends on your conscience. So our inner conscience defines what is forbidden and what is allowed. Anyone like to explain what that means?
2: So, for example, if you're a spy and that's your course of life,
0: you know, you're going to be lying, you're going to be hypocritical, you're going to steal stuff.
2: But because the action isn't wrong for you, mm-hmm. technically, you're perfect you're, for that job. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, it's not forbidden. Depends on your conscience, it's saying. For example, adultery. For some people, you might think, I cannot cheat on my partner. Some people might find it easy. You know what? It's all right. I don't mind. It doesn't it doesn't agitate me. They're not, they're not doing anything wrong. That's what it's saying.
1: Until the wife caught catches them, then that's a different story, of course. But mentally, they're not agitated.
0: Our inner conscience defines what is forbidden and what is allowed. You may steal from the rich and think it's okay. He's got multi, he's a multimillionaire. I'm not rich, I'll steal from him. And he might think nothing
1: of it. But somebody else might think, I rather have one meal a day than steal from somebody. For him, it's wrong. It goes against his conscience. So long as you're based on our inner conscience. Then it's not a forbidden action. That's what he's saying. Law of
0: the land is different,
3: though. Yeah. Kevil? isn't that very subjective, though? Uh, because, for example, if you had an upbringing where you were taught, you know, that stealing is not good, then you would have those mental mental agitations if you did steal. Whereas mm-hmm. those that don't have that upbringing or those morals and ethics that they were, you know, weren't taught to them when they were young, and then they start stealing, they would not feel anything. But then I find that that, that's very subjective though, right?
0: It can be subjective. Basically, what it means is there's no mental agitations when you perform the action. If you do something and it agitates you, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have stolen that. I should have someone drops their phone and you put it in your pocket. Later on, you think, you know what? I should have given it back to him. I shouldn't have taken it. You're agitated. That's the wrong action for you. Someone might Forget about falling on the floor. They might take it out of a guy's pocket and take it and not feel anything.
1: <laughs> you know, for him, it's fine. But of course, if the cops catch him, that's a different story. But mentally, he's not
3: committing anything. If, if the cops catch him, that's the law of the land that's coming to play. It's not okay, fine. Yeah.
1: So, what if I stole his phone? He's got four. He didn't feel any agitations. See, a normal person is not allowed to kill anyone. It's against the law. But a policeman is allowed to
0: kill if, if need be. That's his job.
1: Yeah, but that's his job.
3: But at the time of executing his actions, so, you know, when, when I don't know, maybe there's a terrorist or someone doing something and he's there out in, in the field and he needs to, to shoot his gun to kill someone. At that point, whether that person is a terrorist or not, when he is about to fire the shot, if he feels that I should not shoot this person, no matter how bad mm-hmm. of an action the other person is performing, you know, the criminal. At the point when the police woman fires the weapon. It's what he feels inside whether he should kill or not, even mm-hmm. though that other person might be going around and killing other people, but if at that point, if he says, I should not be shooting this person because. Then that's agitation for him, right? That's
1: he needs to get another job. He can't (laughs) perform his he can't perform his job properly. If a terrorist is about to kill more people
0: and a policeman can't shoot him down because he's agitated, yeah, because he feels it's wrong to do so, then he's not doing his job properly, is he?
3: This is where I say it becomes subjective, right? Because it's a terror, like we feel that the terrorists are criminal because in society right that's what we are taught right like we don't know what's going through that person's thought process like I, I don't know the guy who's the criminal he could just be in the wrong mental state of mind right so he technically might not be a criminal he just might need help we don't know
0: see when we say terrorist specifically you said terrorist. a terrorist normally plans
3: criminal let's mm-hmm. say criminal it, i just that's the word that came it it's not necessarily i'm just saying like the person who's performing those let's say bad actions according to society Mm -hmm. that's because we've been taught that those are bad actions in society but what i'm what i'm trying to get at is in that person's mind they just they could be mentally ill they could be doing the right thing but as society we have conformed to say that that is not right
0: absolutely we have to set a law that everyone has to follow otherwise there will be no society there'll be anarchy So, we all have to live by certain rules.
3: I think it's confusing when you, where do you draw the line of, you know, you're following the law or, because the law is very different to the karmas, right? And and sort of your conscience at that point in time. But
0: the fact is, uh, Keral, you make a good point, Um, but we're confusing here spiritual development and what is right and wrong, okay? So here, what we're saying is that action Of action you perform is dependent on what is right and wrong, depends on your conscience. You may steal and not feel anything, but if you're breaking the law of the land, for example, in China,
1: you can steal. Yeah, you can steal intellectual property, you can steal copyright. There's no law. No one's breaking the law there. But you try that in this country, you'll be in the courts. There's no copyright laws in China. You with me?
0: So, but you may consciously feel it's wrong for me to copy this person's software because there's felt millions developing it. That person might think it's wrong to do
1: so, but all the other people are doing it. See what I mean? Cool. Sure. So there's a. It depends on the law of the land as well. Yeah, Damesh.
2: The other aspect would be. Is, is it wrong for me for him not to share that idea
0: it depends really yeah if he's making doing something for humanity then he will share it if he's doing something for profit then why would he share it you know that's that's something
1: completely different but the point we're making is that it depends on your conscience it okay give up. yeah You're not allowed to kill anyone. Police has to kill someone to, to make sure the law is kept. And if he can't do that, he's in the wrong job. If he's going to get agitated when he's holding a gun to shoot a terrorist, then he's not in the right job. A doctor can take
0: someone's life if it is necessary. In Switzerland, you, a doctor can give you an injection to die because you've chosen to do so. He doesn't
1: feel any anything you've signed a document saying i don't want to live anymore for whatever reason so the type of action the type of thought
0: depends on your conscience and another thing is you you're
1: not even allowed to think it forget about performing the action yeah even at the mental level Any other clarifications? Like I said,
0: don't be too hung up if you don't get it. This is something you need to really think about. You have to spend time, quality time, to understand it. Ravi, paragraph six, please.
4: Sorry, Shamila wants a clarification. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, if you think it, don't say. It. If you
2: think it, then you're wrong. You're not doing wrong, right?
4: If you think it, what, Zoe? If
0: you
1: think
2: it,
4: if you think about it, then you're doing wrong, aren't you? Because it's going against, it's agitating you.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. even think it's at thought level. You may not perform the action. Yeah. Then you're still creating agitations.
4: Well, if it agitates you, then it's going, obviously going against your nature anyway. Yeah. So that's why you're agitated. And it's that's hard. why it's,
0: you know. Going ag- against your conscience. Yeah, correct. Everything's at the mental level. The body is just a vehicle. Someone someone cuts you up in the car. You think, mate, I'm going to go and kill that guy. You're not going to literally go and do it. But you're agitated, aren't you? Because of that thought. You're mentally agitated. You've lost control of your own personality for that moment. You can't think straight. These are agitations. You, didn't do, you don't do anything, <laughs> but mentally you're still agitated. See, so at the thought level. Managing. You should say, why am I agitated by other people's actions? That's what you should think. Not be agitated, but think. Why am I agitated by some other idiot's action? I haven't done anything wrong. You you carry on. Normal. Keep away from that guy, from that driver. That's how you should be dealing with it. How dare he does that to me? It's my right of way, blah, blah, blah. Forget it. You want to go first? By all means,
1: be my guest. That's how you should be, mentally. That's a discipline that we have to learn. That's a discipline. Mental discipline. Is that okay? Shamila? Yes, thank you.
4: Really. Okay. next. Our yes. karma is the self which enlivens the body to act, itself remaining inactive. The self is like a catalyst used for a chemical reaction. A catalyst is a chemical which promotes the reaction between two other chemicals, itself remaining unchanged. A catalyst does not react with the other two chemicals, but causes them to react with each other. It remains just the same before and after the experiment. So does the self. It remains inactive, akarma, even as it causes the whole world to explode into dynamic action.
0: So, karma means non-action. The self, as far as actions are concerned, the self enlivens all life to act, but the self remains inactive. It does not act. But no action can take place without the self. We all know this. It is the self that causes all action in the
1: world. For all of you who have studied chemistry, the self works like a catalyst. Without the catalyst, the reaction cannot happen. That chemical reaction cannot happen. But a catalyst has nothing to do with it. So these are the three different types of actions: karma, vikarma, akarma. Any clarifications? I think uh, we'll leave
0: verse eighteen because um, I don't want to take it when you guys and everyone is mentally uh, tired, because um, it's quite deep, and I won't do it justice if I. Uh,
1: do it quickly, yeah, for your own benefit. So that is a
0: breakdown of action. See, some something so simple we do. Look at the how much uh, there is behind one action. Good action, bad. Well, you know what? You just want to stay in bed and do nothing. So complicated. <laughs> Forget it. I'm not going to do anything. But then how do you stop the mind? If you're going into a coma, (laughs) you have to act.
3: But it's it's so true, right? It's like sometimes we feel if you just don't participate, it's probably better than you know. You
0: can't you can't you can't carry on in life without
1: participating. (laughs) You have to participate. Sometimes you just feel, you know. Any questions? So this,
4: it was, sorry. I'm going to say obviously this is all at mind level and when we're talking about action and inaction you automatically think about the physical movements and that so effectively I mean as you said when using certain examples of people crossing in that but it all comes back to why you put your happiness in other people's hands so it's you to control your mental state and always obviously thinking of the oneness, but it's like, um, I think there was that interview where the guy said, where someone was trying to provoke him, but he wouldn't get angry because he said, I'm not, it's up to me when I want to get angry. I'm not going to get angry because that other person's provoking me. So it's having that control. They're having that control.
0: It's all about controlling the mind. All this
1: spiritual development is about controlling the mind. It's the mind that's the culprit. But you need the mind to feel emotions, feel love, feel the good things. But the mind, but it has to be controlled of its vagaries. The mind has devotion. So there's a lot of good qualities of the mind. It's the bad parts that you need to control. Not to be agitated by one thing you have to learn. Don't be agitated by other people's actions. Yeah.
0: You learn that your life is a lot more calmer. You're a lot more cooler. You can do a lot more good things.
1: Don't be agitated by anybody else's actions. No matter who they are. Just take that one thing away. Understand it's their nature, their vastness. They
0: can't hurt you. Words cannot hurt you unless you want it, unless you allow it to.
1: Especially in couples. Learn that. Shasnabin. Words, 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 words. Nothing but words. Okay, good. We've, done, we've covered a lot today. So, if you've got the book, please go over it a couple of times,
0: and it'll become a little bit more clearer. Ah, the amount of times I had to read it just to explain it to you, you know, and I've covered it so many times before, but it, but it doesn't stick. You see, you have to, you have to spend time on it if you want to understand it. So you're in control of your actions. Lord Krishna is explaining to you what action is, what is right action, what is wrong action. The rest
1: is down to you. On that note, we will see you next week.